Welcome to the Popish Plotcast. I'm Nate. I'm Jessica. And I'm Mike. We are three lay Catholics who are attempting to share our love of the Catholic Church with others in the hopes that they might be able to develop their own love for being a member of the Catholic Church. We're just trying to live out our charism of friendship and fun and hope that you find this an encouragement in your walk with Jesus Christ in his holy church. We hope you enjoy. Hey everybody, just want to remind you to support Project YM and your favorite YouTube channel, The Popish Plot. And save yourself 10% off your favorite Catholic Balm Co. products by shopping at Catholic Balm Co. That is catholicbalm.co and using the code PLOT2021 at checkout to get that 10% off. Now on with the show. Welcome to The Popish Plot. I'm Nate. I'm Jessica. And I'm Mike. Today we are here with a, with a third installment of Searching Catholicism. First, we did the existential questions. Why? Why? Then, we did the practical questions. How? Now, we're doing the temporal questions. When? When, when do we want time travel? Now. Uh, no, it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. <laughs> what do we want? Time travel. No, when, when do, do we, we want it? it? That's irrelevant. <laughs> oh. right. Gotcha. First I want question. it now, but you know. It's irrelevant, Nate. First question, when do Catholics not eat meat? Fridays. Typically Fridays. Ash also, Wednesday. Ash Wednesday. Sometimes if you just feel like, you know, not eating meat. So, as we pointed out in an earlier episode... There's a lot of questions that people really want to know about the fasting rules. Catholics are technically called to abstain from meat on all Fridays. Here in the United States, though, our bishops have stated that you do not have to abstain from meat, but that you should be doing some other form of penitential slash sacrificial... Uh, Action. Action. I want to say work, and I'm like, that's the wrong. That's the wrong word. Action. So, um, as a practical matter, when do Catholics not eat meat? On the Fridays of Lent and Ash Wednesday. There are formally only two official fast days in the church: Ash Wednesday and Good Friday. And Good Friday you should definitely not be eating meat on either of those days. And then there's a lot of you know ones that are historic and cultural. Like I know a lot of groups like eat fish for Holy Saturday because it's kind of that weird day. It's a really weird day, and fish is weird, so here we go. Well, like, it's like an Italian thing to have, like, I think seven different fishes for that day. Well, again, <laughs> Italy is a peninsula. It's surrounded by, by the water. ocean, so, yeah, they're used to fish. Yes, all right, next question. Next question. Number two, when do Catholics go to church? Uh, primarily every Sunday and on Holy Days of Obligation. On a more extended basis... When do you want to go to church? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> one one difference between Catholicism and uh, various forms of Protestantism is in most parishes, daily mass is offered. Yes. Or if it's not offered in every parish, it is at least offered in... Um, I'm trying to remember what the word of it is. It's like parochia, where it's it's not one parish, but it's, it's the parishes of a general area. Hmm. Yeah. So, like, if you have three Catholic churches in your area, they might not all offer daily masses. But one of them will. But one of them will be offering a mass on any given day. Plus, there's masses in hospitals and retirement homes, and there's mass all over the place. Yeah. And quite often you can go to church even if it's not a mass. Like, our parish has a professional adoration chapel, so if you have the key, if you want to go and pray at church at 3 in the morning, you can. And, and if, and but it's super creepy. It, it, even if it's a church, you're like, did I hear a sound? <laughs> church at three in the morning is a little bit on the creepy side. I, I think it's the boilers because they always make noise. <laughs> I, I saw a demon once, but that's a story for another time. Yeah, that Fair is. 
So uh, Catholics have an obligation to go to mass on Sundays, and uh, most of the time, if you don't, that's actually a sin. That's rarely enforced, but well, you know. Yes, and there are various things that excuse you, especially given that it's COVID. Of there, course, and there's certain you know dioceses where they're like. Due to the restraints, no one has to go. Well, it is always health the problem. It is always the case that if health problems prevent you, you're excused. That's a completely legit excuse. Or like legitimate logistics, like if there isn't one being offered yeah. in the area where you are at. Yeah, if it's impossible for you to get the mass. Exactly. Yes, yes, we we we've been excused by our priest because we're like. Uh, we don't have a ride, and it's approximately a three-hour walk, and it's freezing out. <laughs> yeah, totally reasonable. But because you want to, you know, stay in your slippers and watch TV, that's not a legitimate reason not to go to mass. Because I stayed out late last night, having good times, and I just really can't get myself out of the bed this morning. Yeah. It's also not a valid reason. However, Sick. if you set your alarm, planned on getting up, and, you know, slept through, and there was no other mass later on, that's an accident. Valid reason. As long as it's a legit accident. accident. You didn't accidentally <laughs> sleep in. Yes, yes. It, has, it, has to be, yeah. it has to be an accident, full stop. Not accident in air quotes. <laughs> if you're sick, you're always excused from mass. Yes, please if, don't go if you're sick. If you're hungover, get to mass. You especially need it then. Yeah. Drink some fluids first. <laughs> All right, next question. Water, preferably, because <laughs> you should be because fa you should be fasting before mass. Indeed. Question number three: When do Catholics get confirmed? Now that's a trick. That's that's a that's an interesting question, and there's there's a few different uh, opinions on that. So, in most of the dioceses of the United States, Catholics are generally confirmed in their early to mid teens. There is a movement currently to go to a more. Um, they usually Old call church. it restored order because yes. that's how they used to do it like mm -hmm. a while ago in which you would get confirmed and then have your first communion and mm -hmm. so therefore around the age of reason at around seven. Well, I mean, various things because you know, first communion used to be much later. Yes. You wouldn't have your first communion until you were you know, roughly, roughly 13, 14 <laughs> or sometimes even 18. Well, and one thing to look at is um, the way we do it with adults. So what we're talking about is children. Yes. Because most Catholics are baptized as infants. Do receive the first communion in first or second grade. Usually and, around second. Yeah, and then are confirmed you know, somewhere between around eighth grade -ish. Eighth to eighth and eighth to tenth grade. But with adults at the Easter vigil, if you're a completely unbaptized person, you, you get all three in, in the same but, night. And in this order, you will first be baptized, you will then be confirmed, and only then will you receive the Eucharist. So that's one of the reasons why so why some people are pushing for restored order because it's not only the way we used to do things, but it's still the way we do things with grown-ups. And so the problem with teenagers is it really does seem like Catholic graduation. Congratulations, you're done now, you never have to come back. Yeah. And many people don't. Yes, and also, um, in cases of life or death in, in some of the Eastern Rites, mm -hmm. it can be done at any age once you're baptized. Oh, yeah. And, mm -hmm. I mean, I know cases you know, in Western Rite Catholicism where... You know, a child has been near death, and so they're baptized, confirmed, and you're given the Eucharist as an infant. Yeah. yeah. Just like our Eastern brothers do all the time. And, and, mm -hmm. and it should be noted that the thing that the, all these norms that we've been talking about are primarily Western uh, Rite well, yeah, Catholic yeah. churches, because mm -hmm. if you go to the Eastern Rite churches, many of them will do uh, all three for infants, yeah. just as just as we would do them on uh, Easter Vigil mm -hmm. for adults, and that they get baptized. They get confirmed, and they receive their first communion all right there in the same service. Yeah. Well, again, but the, part of the reason we talk about 
you know, Western right is what we are. Yeah. And also, that's the vast majority of the Catholic Church. Uh, yes. yes. I'm, not, I'm not dismissive of our Eastern brethren, just we vastly outnumber them. Yep. All right. Next and we don't really have all that much experience with them. <laughs> I've, I've been to one Byzantine liturgy. It was a funeral. There you go. Question number four. When did Catholics celebrate Easter? So, I actually... Do you uh, remember the rules? Because I, I, I had it in a class and I'm like, eh, I'll just look at the calendar when it says it's Easter. <laughs> it's I, so complicated. There are charts and graphs. <laughs> I believe it is the Sunday following the full moon following the vernal oh, equinox. equinox. That is correct. <laughs> so, so the official so you find on the calendar the official first day of spring, which is the vernal equinox. You then find from there the next full moon, which could be the next day, could be almost a month later. Mm -hmm. This yep. is why it's such a movable feast. And, and then you find the Saturday immediately following that full moon. It's just that simple. It's that simple. <laughs> uh, now, there was a controversy in the early church of uh, some people wanted to celebrate Easter on the 14th day of Nisan. Yes, because the, then it would hit with Passover. Yeah. Like which the is, original Easter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which is when you know the Jewish Passover is celebrated. But ultimately it was ruled that Easter should be celebrated on a Sunday since that's when the Lord rose from the dead. And that is the definitive Passover. Not the escape from Egypt, but the Lord setting us free from death. Next question. Next question. Now, what's really funny is when those who reject the church's teaching authority still follow the church's calendar. Yeah. Yeah. How, how does a Protestant know when it's Easter? It's on the calendar. When the, when the <laughs> Catholics say it is. So, question number five. When do Catholics... Thank you for listening to the Popish Podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Please subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. Please rate and review us as that will help more people to find the podcast and to join in on the fun. You can contact oh, us at thepopishplot at gmail.com. Find us on the Twitters at thepopishplot. Or you can search for Popish Plot on Facebook. Please rate, review, and we really do enjoy hearing from you, so get in touch. And until next time, as always, remember to live your faith. Love your faith. And share, share that love. love.